The word multimedia is the use of a variety of artistic or communicative media using more than one medium of expression or communication. Café is a type of establishment that serves coffee and is known as a place where information can be exchanged. The following is the audio version of the Multimedia Café. And a happy Thursday to you folks. Welcome to the Multimedia Café. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host, and I'd like to thank you for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation. Here at the Multimedia Cafe, we've embraced technology in all of its different forms. So, you know, we have conversations via the phone, maybe face-to-face over Skype. Facebook Watch, I guess, is another one. We'd like to thank you, by the way, for choosing us for some of your content. All those different things I named are all different ways that people can get their content in today's world. You never know how people are receiving news and information and entertainment all kinds of different ways from your cell phone to the television to the newspaper to the radio station so thank you very much for choosing us today you know the multimedia cafe you never know who's going to stop by or what we're going to talk about just like any cafe that you go to in the united states let me tell you about who we got on today's program we've got a fantastic fantastic lineup piers marini He's 90 years old, professional piano player, currently lives in Las Vegas, plays a daily happy hour at the Comfort Suites. Now, he's played the Grand Rooms on cruise ships. He's headlined Venetian in Las Vegas. He's even had his songs picked up by Motion Picture Soundtrack. Piers Marini has a diverse and interesting background in music, and we talked to him a little bit about life, music, happiness. And then we talk with Tiffany Steiner. She's an oil and gas professional who currently works for the North Dakota Petroleum Council. Steiner is active in oil and gas events and brings heavy experience when it comes to leadership positions with API Dickinson and the Bakken Barbecue. Get an update from her on those two events, the Gumbo Cook-Off, that's right around the corner, as well as the Bakken Barbecue. June 14th this year, it's on Flag Day. It's going to be a patriotic theme my goodness oil and gas barbecue professionals budgets it's going to be like clark griswold and and vacation that's how christmas vacation i mean you're talking barbecue bravado in america yeah it's going to get a little over the top i am excited peter carl 25 years experience and environmental resource projects land mining that sort of things he's living in grand junction colorado and he's got a microwave oil production that is going to replace fracking and it's very interesting he's an inventor he's with qmast uh, peter carl from grand junction colorado talks a little bit about his microwave oil production invention all that plus much more on today's episode of the multimedia cafe my name is jason Spees. i'm your host and this is the multimedia cafe Oh, 
Over the past few months, I've told you about how unbelievable Hatch coaching is. Don't just take my word for it. Listen to what Christy Huber, president of the United Way of Cass Clay, says about Hatch coaching. One of the best things I can share is I've had an opportunity to sit down with a community leader and Eric. And we were talking and this community leader said, you know, United Way, what's your connection there? And Eric said, you know, as a child, my family would have been a family that would have benefited from United Way programming. And you don't necessarily get to see that down the road because you see someone who's been very successful in business and you see somebody who has um, helped a lot of other people along the way. But sometimes we don't stop to ask, you know, what's, what's the why? What's your why behind that? To find out more about Hatch Coaching or to have Eric Hatch speak at your event or company, visit HatchCoaching.com. That's HatchCoaching.com or call 701-212-1572. That's 701-212-1572. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation. All right, coming up next, we got Piers Marini, professional piano player, talking about his piano days, of course, playing happy hours at... Uh, Comfort Suites in Henderson, Nevada. Well, Las Vegas, Nevada, but he's on the suburb Henderson, Nevada. This is Piers Marini. That's just part of living here. That is about every person's dream in the world is to go sign well, up and join a cruise ship. I'm working in New York City, doing very well. I always worked. So a guy came to me and he booked cruise ships. Listen, he said. Anytime I'm taking vacation, let me know. I'll put you on a cruise ship. Hmm. So I went on like on the vacation. That was my attitude. So I decided to go for one month and that'd be over. But I enjoyed it so much, I stood on it. And when I say three years, you don't stay on three straight years. You might do six months, take a couple months off, then go back on a cruise ship. You don't stay on continuous. It's pretty mm-hmm. rough you know, on a ship. I, mean, you know. I just all together. It was three years. I worked on the Canard Line, English ship. We were like, we were like guests of the ship. We were all in our own lockers. I mean, our own suites or something. Go to Bermuda, in Jamaica, Martinique, St. Thomas, all around. Just different places. Then every, every two or three months, you take a different trip. You might drop a couple of ports, add a couple of ports. Mm-hmm. You know. It made interesting for us on the ship, you know. How could you put a price on what you saw? I mean, seriously, because you, you, what, what you're talking about is places that people pay thousands of dollars to go on vacation. Yeah. And, and, and you're, here, you're, you're getting paid, paid to go. Yeah, <laughs> uh, seriously, the though. Same food they ate. You got better food because. No, no, no we ate uh, like, like, the, like the packages ate. Packages. Right, but but, but but you had access to the chefs. They oh, didn't. sure, yeah, right. I mean, if you wanted to make something special, you could make something special. I forgot that. Yeah, they would if you had the fun. Yeah, that's what I mean. So you work on a cruise ship. You actually get better food. You get more scenery. Oh, sure. Yeah, very interesting. Now you got to work. Don't get me wrong. But but well, I'm playing. So to me, was doing what I want to do. What they, to me, that's not work. I'm just playing. But. Do you yeah, feel energy, yeah. were the people that were a part of the cruise ship 
Were they demanding or were they just having a good time? Oh, no, no, no. They're professional. I mean, the workers? No, no, no. The people that the, oh, the people you're working for. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't, no, no, no. Don't demanding. No, no. You should do your job. That's it. They well, it would demanding. seem to me like if, if you were in the entertainment area of a cruise ship, it would never seem like work. No. Every, every night was different. Different crowds, different people, different uh, tunes, different mm-hmm. requests. So you learn that way. You build like that. But uh, it's no, it's very relaxing. I look forward to playing. Doctor, every day play Captain's Mask, Captain's Mask, Captain's. Uh, what do you call that? Uh, Captain's Mask. No, Captain's. Uh, Captain's uh, cocktail hour. Every day, four Captain's to five. Captain's happy hour, sure. Happy hour, cocktail hour. And I played every day. I was looking forward. Captain was very nice to me. So then six to, six to eight, dinner music. Molly had dinner. Eight to ten, dancing. Then I go up to the lounge by myself, 11 to 1 in the morning. Up in the lounge in the ship. That was a lot of fun. At nighttime, the beautiful scenery. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you, when you look out of a ship, Jason, you can see 50 miles. What what beautiful horizons and different sky colors or something. Then you, then you see the sharks, I mean the dolphins, follow ships all over, dolphins jumping out of the water. There's something to see. You know. It's hard to put a price on that. Oh, I know, yeah. You know, you understand what I mean. Is there's, there's, listen, there, there's the people that love the 9 to 5 job because they like the structure. And then there's the people that say, I like the dolphins jumping in the horizon. Oh, oh they're beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Not one, a couple hundred. They just fathered the ship oh. all the way. <laughs> that was Piers Marini, professional piano player. He's playing the Comfort Suites down in Henderson, Nevada, a suburb connected to Las Vegas. Coming up next, we have Tiffany Steiner with the API Dickinson and the Bach and Barbecue talking about a couple events they have coming up, gumbo and barbecue. All that plus much more right here. My name is Jason Spies. This is the Multimedia Cafe. Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies and I'm your host today. Thank you folks for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation, and choosing the Multimedia Cafe for your content. Coming up next, Tiffany Steiner gives us an update on the API Gumbo Cook-Off and the Bach and Barbecue. Tiffany Steiner, API Board. Tiffany Steiner, all right, thank you very much for joining us with the API Dickinson Gumbo, and then I want to ask you about the Bakken Barbecue as well, just kind of some updates on that. I know you're also a part of that. In fact, during your description, I wrote you're heavily involved in 
oil and gas events on the leadership side of things. And that's what we're talking about today is the API Dickinson gumbo. That's coming up. What is it? Probably mid-February, huh? It is. It's Saturday, February 16th. And how many years has this been going on? This is the 22nd annual. So it's pretty Mm. exciting. Uh, For the first time ever, we are moving to a new location. We are moving to the Ramada Grand Dakota in Dickinson, North Dakota. And that's where the Christmas party's been the last few years, correct? Correct. It's the same as our uh, monthly meetings that we hold, too. Okay. Now, um, can I ask what's the reason for the for the venue change? Is it um, uh, kind of a bigger location, or is, there, is the uh, hotel going through some remodeling, or what's kind of happening? Because you guys were at the other location for a long time. For 21 years we were. So this is the first year we've ever moved. Um, I think it's just going to be a really good thing for us to move. We'll have more space. We are um, able to add three more companies to cook too. Oh. I mean, we've always had a wait list for companies. And so we're excited now. We can add a handful more. Um, and that's a big deal. We can bring in more people. Um you know, new companies that have never had a chance to get into Gumbo, they now can apply. Um, I think we already have the three spots filled. I mean, it's pretty exciting. It didn't take long. That's pretty rare, isn't it, to have a, a kind of a, not rare, but unusual, uh, to have kind of a cutoff for companies to sponsor. Normally, people take as much sponsors as they can. Well, we take as many sponsors as we can, but cookers. Cookers, we yeah. only have room for I think 20 cookers, um, and in the past at Motel 6, we could only have 17, um, so we were able to add three more this year, but yeah, we take unlimited sponsors, um, we did a lot, good job last year getting um, quite a few, and we're hoping we can, you know, at least do that or double this year. So you do, in addition to being a sponsor and a cooker, that you do just take sponsors? Correct. Okay. Yep. And how can people do that? As long as we're on topic, we might as well give you a plug. Yeah. If anyone wants to sponsor, they can reach out to our Facebook page. Um, we have an API Dickinson at gmail.com. Um, come to one of our meetings. They can reach out to me personally. Um, you know, Christy Baumgartner, it's pretty easy to get a hold of us. Um, Facebook might be the easiest for someone just so they can message us quickly. Uh, but they definitely can give us a call as well. I read a text, uh, I read a meme the other day that said the ways to get in touch with me. I think number one was text, number two was email, and then it went dot, 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 and then it had some ridiculous things, and number 100 was call me. So that's, yeah. is, that, is that kind of the new age of business now, calling people is the last resort? <laughs> I think it is. I think a lot of people, they don't have time to make a phone call, but they have time to message I am more than happy to take a phone call as well. So they can definitely give me a call on my cell. Tiffany Steiner, we're talking to. It's the 22nd annual API Gumbo Cookoff coming Saturday, February 16th at the Ramada Grand Dakota Lodge, Dickinson, North Dakota. New location, so that adds more cookers. And you said that you guys have got, you believe, the max allowed of cookers this year, even though you added some? Yep. So we can have 20 cookers now. Um, we currently have, I think, 15 confirmed. So it's pretty exciting to, um, they're excited as well for the move. We've had a lot of great response and we've had companies that have been doing this since the first annual. Mm-hmm. So. And all proceeds still go to the local scholarships, is it? 
Yep, we do local charities and college scholarships that we do through API. Okay, and um, is it is it for the local communities or can, is it for outside? Of, you know, Stanford Stanford University too, or it is just for local um, students. Okay, but it does not matter where they're going to college. Oh, okay, okay. So go, yeah, we don't limit to where they can go. We just want it to be local students that you know live in our area. We want mm-hmm. to be able to sponsor those um, college students going to wherever they want. And charities too. Yep, okay. we do a lot of local charities. Um, you know, we support, uh, I think there's like a, a learning trail that Dickinson just put in. You know, we were a big part of that. And it's exciting to see that we can make, you know, we can make donations as well and help out our community. So let's talk about the night a little bit. The, the teams are competing. And is it, is it a trophy? Is it prize money? And um, for the people that go... Are they the judges? Do you guys have a side panel of judges? And, you know, I know there's usually raffles, 50-50 type raffles in the past, too. Or there have been at events out there. So talk to me a little bit about the event itself and the competition and everything. What's really cool about this event, it is truly an all-day event. So a lot of people get there at 7 o'clock in the morning. They start decorating their area. They get really into it. They have themes, and I know one year was patriotic theme. One year, you know, it's not just gumbo, Mardi Gras. Um, So they'll get there at 7 a.m. They'll decorate. Cooking will begin at 11 a.m. You know, you got to make the roux and all that. It takes some time. It's not open to the public till 6.30 but that's when the public taste testing starts. And unfortunately, we never quite know how long it lasts, but uh, this year we'll, we're adding three companies. So hopefully that'll help with everything. Um, but we do have a panel of seven judges that no one knows about. Um, they sit in the back room and they judge um, the companies. They don't even know what company they're judging. It's just a number two. So they judge number two, and we go off of that. So it's pretty exciting because companies really get into it, and they get to take home the trophy and the bragging rights. I think there are always bragging rights in any of these events. I love cooking bravado. It's so fun mm-hmm. because you actually got to put your you know your money where your mouth is. Actually, yep. you know you can't you got to actually produce something, and that's the one thing. The year that I judged it. And the year that I went, um, the, the thing that I was most surprised about was how different gumbos can taste. That yeah. I, I always thought gumbo was a pretty cut-and-dry dish, <laughs> so it's not the case. No, it's pretty unique to taste all the different ones and what people come up with. Um, it's funny, the ones that normally win are probably not that authentic to, say, the southern gumbo, right? Maybe that's just because the taste buds. I don't know. But it's very cool. I know someone had alligator once. Um, I don't know the year you judged if there was anything crazy like that. Um, uh, you know, I was thinking, I was trying to think of that too. Of course, shrimp was very popular in most of them, if not all of them. And then you had, a few of them had uh, the pork and the chicken. And I'm trying to think if there was a beef in one of them that was kind of different, like chuck steak or I can't remember. It was... It was, that's what I, there was something that stood out because, you know, you get a few of them that kind of taste similar, but then, then it just goes off the rail. Yeah. I mean, it's just, I'm not even, is this a soup or a gumbo or what, but it's delicious. And so. Exactly. At, at the end of the day, that's all that matters, right? If it's right. Good or not, 
Yeah, and so, okay, we've got that happening. That's Saturday, February 16th, API 22nd Annual Gumbo Cook-Off, the Ramada Grand Dakota Lodge. And, oh, I want to ask you about the entertainment. I know you guys usually, you know, the, the cooking is entertainment and the people are entertainment, but generally a band plays as well, don't they? Yes, we have Thunder Road that is oh. performing at 8.30. They're great. They were so fun last year. I mean, we had people dancing until they stopped performing. Um, so it's such a fun time. I mean, like you said, the cookers are entertainment. The crowd's entertainment. It is such a fun atmosphere. I mean, it is moving the whole time. I mean, everyone's moving from place to place, and they're trying appetizers, and they're trying gumbo. And Tiffany Steiner, going to ask you to hold that thought for just a moment. We're going to continue the conversation with Tiffany Steiner and the API Gumbo Cook-Off and the Bach and Barbecue in just a moment. But first, got to take a quick break. When we come back, more to come here on the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. seems everywhere I go these days, someone is telling me about the success of Hatch Coaching. Listen to what professional speaker Mark J. Lindquist has to say. To see Eric Hatch grow his business and then start to share it with other people, I think is one of those great steps in life. You know, what do you do in society? You succeed at a thing and then you teach other people how you did it. And now to see Eric duplicating his genius across the country, I'm telling you. There's a world changer down the street, and his name is Eric Hatch. For more information, call 701-212-1572 or visit coachingwithhatch.com. That's coachingwithhatch.com. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host. Thank you, folks, for pulling up a stool, joining the conversation. Up next, we continue our conversation with Tiffany Steiner, talking about the API Gumbo Cook-Off and the Bach and Barbecue. This is our continued conversation with Tiffany Steiner. We also, like you said, we do have prizes for anyone that comes. You do have to be present to win those prizes, but you don't have to pay anything. You get a raffle ticket when you come in, and you get a chance to win the prize. Um, We also do a 50-50 raffle. So it's a lot of fun. Like I said, it all goes back to the local community, and that's what we do. You know, we want to give back to where we are. Um, so that's the biggest thing for API. And tickets are ten bucks, right? Admission ten dollars. Okay. Yep. And you can go to their uh, API Dickinson at gmail dot com. You want to email them? Otherwise, uh, they've got a Facebook page as well. And monthly meetings, weekly meetings, API. Weekly. We do have monthly meetings, so they're the fourth Tuesday of every mm-hmm. month. So next Tuesday, the 22nd, we're pretty excited. We have Roger, I'm not quite sure how, Schultz. He is the vice president of Through Tubing Solutions. Oh. Um, so it'll be really cool to have him come down and talk to us. Interesting uh, company. Very interesting company. Yeah. So I'm really excited to hear what he has to say. 
I know they've been excited about coming to our meeting. Um, so definitely, like I said, our Facebook has all the information that you need. Um, and fourth Tuesday of every month, you can show up to the Ramada. You don't need to RSVP. Um, but if you want to get on the list, you can definitely reach out and we can make that happen. Seventh annual Bach and Barbecue. Tiffany Steiner's on the line with us here, and uh, we're talking now, transitioning, seventh annual Bach and Barbecue. June 14th, it looks like you guys have set a date, and um, at least there's some wheels in motion. Let's get, let's get an update. Well, we picked June 14th, one, um, because it's a good Friday, but it is Flag Day. So we chose Flag Day because our theme this year is Patriotic Party. So we want everyone just to celebrate the United States and the flags. And, and I think everyone can relate to this theme. I think everyone has a fun time. Um, it's just an all-American barbecue this year. I, I think it's going to get out of control. And I think <laughs> I, I honestly think it's going to be in line with Clark Griswold and Christmas Vacation, and it's going to be awesome. <laughs> it's just I, gonna... think it's, I think it's going to be really cool, and we've had such a great response to this. Um, so we're just really excited. We're really excited that we released it this early. I mean, we already have nine cookers signed up, and it's in June. Hmm. So I'm I'm very curious, in all honesty, to see the the creativity that goes into the food with the red, white, and blue theme. I agree. I love our companies get so creative with the theme and their outfits, their their decorations, the food itself. I mean, you know, we had a company, I think two years ago, they made uh, mini cheesecakes. And they told me they spent so many hours making them. And it's just such a neat thing to um, see the time that is put into this. A lot of people don't realize how much it takes to do an event this size. Have you guys um, planned on music too? We are doing... Um, sawdust. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were there last year. Yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah, great band. They get people up. They are a great and, band. Yeah. Unfortunately, last year uh, rained on them a little bit, yeah. so they had to stop. So um, we were excited to have them back this year and hopefully be able to hear them play. Um, we are switching things up a little bit. They're going to start playing earlier um, and probably be done by 10. You know, that kind of contradicts with our poster, but we just thought it'd be nicer for people to be able to hear them. <laughs> We're yeah. still in the planning phase on a few things, so we're still massaging yes. and working some details out. That's why we're, you know, this is this is an update, not a finality. And so, yeah, uh, we're talking about the seventh annual Bach and Barbecue. Uh, they just they just put the poster out, so that's one of the reasons why we're getting an update is because they've got a date set, June fourteenth. It's Flag Day. It's a patriotic party. Um, it's going to be a neat time. They've got a few people signed up already, so talk to me about how people can get in touch with you if they want to know more information or even just sign up because, hey, they just got reminded, and we did it last year. we got to do it again, so let's get people signed up. They can definitely reach out to me. Uh, my cell phone is 701-260-8928, or they can reach out Facebook. Um, I'm on LinkedIn. We I share everything everywhere. Um, we're always looking for sponsors. We're looking for companies to barbecue. If you want to volunteer for the day, it is such a fun day. And I, like you said, with the theme this year, I think it's going to get crazy. Um, we always make it very kid-friendly. You know, we have the jumping castles and face paint. And I think we're going to add on this year so it's even bigger. Um, I think the, 
most I'm excited about is our grand prize for our raffle this year. We are giving away a 2019 Razor 900 or your choice of a Ranger XP 900. So you can choose if you win. If you want the Ranger or Razor. That's an amazing gift or amazing prize. Yeah, I'm pretty excited because they're only $10 a ticket. I mean, for a chance to win a 2019 Razor or Ranger. Oh, people are going to be dropping 100 bucks to get 10 tickets like crazy. I know, and we cannot have honestly done it without our huge sponsors that have purchased the Razor, ND Energy Services, JRA Rentals, Tech Industry, and Wyoming Casing. They have been such a huge support for us this year, and we just could not thank them enough for uh sponsoring this price. So, so the the raffle that for the razor or the ranger are you guys going to have additional prizes too cuz i think didn't you guys don't you have other prizes too like yeti coolers and stuff like that we, in the past Yeah so we have nine other amazing prizes we have a total of $20,000 into this raffle book Okay So it's incredible that you can spend $10 and you can win 10 prizes that total over $20,000. That's amazing. Now, did you guys have a silent auction last year? We did. We are switching to a live auction this year. Okay. I think it'll be a little more fun for people to be involved. Um, well, one thing I do want to go back to the raffle, you don't have to be present to win. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah. If you cannot make it, that's fine. You can still buy a book, $100 for one book. Pretty easy. And then you don't have to be present to win, so that's nice. So, are, exactly. yeah, well, you guys have to get some Boy Scouts bouncing around town selling tickets. Exactly. <laughs> well, we have the tickets already, so you know we're not going to have them out and about just yet. Um, but if people do want books, we can definitely send them to their office, or if they want to pick them up in Dickinson, that is fine. We are more than willing to hand them out right now. And we're talking about the seventh annual Bach and Barbecue coming up in June. They've uh, can, June Flag Day, June fourteenth. They were kind of got the next step going, so they just released the poster. And we were also earlier talking about the API Gumbo Cookoff happening Saturday, February sixteenth. Tiffany Steiner's on the line with us here. Back to the Bach and Barbecue. Um, the silent auction. Were we talking about right? Yeah. Um, last year. Um, there was, you know, you guys had a lot of prizes and that sort of stuff, but that, it just seemed like that was a lot to manage. It was a big venue. It's so hard to have silent auction outside. It totally is. I mean, it was a hot day and then it rained. It was like 100 degrees and raining in the, in within six hours of each other with wind. And that's the hardest part. You just don't know in North Dakota what it's going to be like. We decided to not stress our committee out. Um, so we decided to, we're going to do, 10 really good prizes for live auction. So if okay. companies want to donate a live auction prize, they just want to donate money. Um, you know, we're looking for cookers as well. So let us know. Cookers, auction items, sponsors. Okay. And uh, your email address again? Uh, our email is bakkenbbq at hotmail.com. Bach and BBQ at hotmail.com. All right. Uh, anything we left out? Any? Uh, we got the API Gumbo Cookoff, February 16th. Kind of an update on the Bach and Barbecue. Any other events that we're missing? 
You know, the thing I want to add right now, the Bakken Barbecue and API Gumbo, if you go on Facebook, we are giving away tickets to the event. So oh. you just have to tag yourself in the post, and you can share it for extra chances to win. But we definitely want people um, to get into this fun little giveaway time. So it is both for Bakken Barbecue and API. And that was Tiffany Steiner talking about the API Dickinson Gumbo Cook-Off, as well as the Bakken Barbecue Coming up next, we're going to talk with Peter Carl. He's an inventor out of Grand Junction, Colorado, who has a microwave system that does kind of the job of fracking. It's going to replace fracking someday, at least in theory, in theory. Stick around. Peter Carl, inventor, coming up next right here on the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies, and this is the Multimedia Cafe. Even when the rain falls. Even when the flood starts rising, even when the storm comes, I am washed by the water. Even when the earth crumbles under my feet, even when the ones I love turn around and crucify me, I won't ever ever let you down. Welcome back to the Multimedia Cafe. My name is Jason Spies. I'm your host today. Coming up next, Peter Carl, inventor and managing member of QMAST out of Grand Junction, Colorado. Our company is uh, headquarters out of Grand Junction, Colorado. Um, we are currently developing a high-powered microwave system for uh, use in the oil field industry. How long have you guys been around? Is this a relatively new company, like a startup type of a company, or is this a company that recently found a new technology and has gone a whole new direction? Uh, the company itself is three years old, but um, I've been working on this, uh, on this invention for probably the last 30 years. Uh, I started out at Bendix Field Engineering and then went as a research scientist to Oak Ridge National Laboratory where we uh, built the first prototype system of the high-powered system. So you've got a background in energy. Is it, um, is it primarily oil and gas um, or is it, you, you mentioned Oak Ridge, that makes me think of the atom bomb or the atomic bomb type thing. Just what, what is your background when it comes to the world of energy? Well, uh, the, the invention itself, uh, when I worked for Oak Ridge itself, we were looking to go after these um, uh, degreasers, or they call them uh, denapples, dense, non-aqueous phase liquids, kind of like uh, what they use for uh, dry cleaning or, or degrease, solvent degreasers, and they got into the environment. And when they're in the environment, they're almost impossible to get out. And, and um, we, I, at, at Oak Ridge, um, my job was to take... Um, to, to, to look at ways to clean up the groundwater, and and uh, my background's in fluids, and I realized that you couldn't do it in fluids, so uh, I started looking at the electromagnetic pathway, and, and that work led to the development of the HPM system, which over the years I, I worked on to look at uh, applications in the oil field industry, and we think there's quite a few. Describe to me how your how your invention, your process works. Um, it, it's a microwave oil production, and 
you know, obviously with the, with the shale plays going on right now, they're looking at ways of, of uh, fracturing and um, destroying that rock to get to that sweet crude oil, at least in the Bakken. I don't know about in the Niobrara in terms of uh, in Colorado. But, uh, you know, here in the Bakken, we've got some of the best sweet crude in the nation. And they're getting very good results. But the uh, method, I guess, they're looking at always innovating and becoming more efficient with the method. And is that what's going on here? Is the, is the microwave that you, the microwave oil production that you've come up with, is it, it is, is it just fracturing the heck out of those rocks? No, no, it uh, it does fracture the rocks, but it's a, it's a, it's a little different than that. When you, um, the way the microwave system works is um, you put an antenna down hole and you've got a, a a series of pipes coming out of the hole, and they're called waveguides. And what you're doing is you're pumping microwave energy from the surface down this pipe into a radiating antenna, and it's a directional antenna. And what it does is it sends out a beam, the microwave energy, and it starts rapidly heating the rock. This system is 500 kilowatts of power, so it'd be similar like 500 microwave ovens down the down the hole itself. And what it does is it's is it near the well, it, it, you know. Microwaves don't penetrate a long distance, and I think that's one of the reasons that they were overlooked for so long. But what happens is you heat the you heat the water if it's in the rock very rapidly, and that causes the rock to fracture. And as that as that as that superheated water comes back towards the hole, it starts to strip the oil out. And some energy is lost into the oil itself, but uh, for all in all, you you you. you you, the water's a big key there, and it strips all the material out of the rock. Now, when the water and the oil is gone from the rock, the rock itself is fairly transparent to the microwaves themselves. So, for instance, you know, most of your rocks are like, uh, like if it's a sandstone reservoir, that's, um, that's that, those are coarse sands, and they're, they have low losses. Calcium carbonate, limestone, they have low losses. Shells, aluminum silicates, they have low losses. So the wave can penetrate through there and start heating water and oil farther in, uh, you know, farther away from the antenna itself. Uh, and it'll couple into that. And that's what we call a migrating phase boundary. Now, we can probably go out 25, 30 meters from the well. And we will, of course, when we will either fracture that rock or we'll create these macropores that will, as the, as the, as the hot uh, water molecules, and oil race back towards the uh, towards the uh, well. You get these big macropore channels. So we've seen where we can increase the permeability of a of a tight shell by four orders of magnitude. So you you, you have a pathway for that heated oil away from the well to flow back towards the well and to be collected at that point. This sounds a little advanced. It sounds like um, an innovative technology. How is the energy industry um, accepting this uh, as of right now? No, they're really not. Uh, you know, the energy industry is, 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 it reminds me of the government. They're pretty bureaucratic. And, and a lot of it has to be not, not in our, we didn't, we didn't invent it here. So it's, I've tried to go to industry for a, for a lot of years on this and, and with little luck. So that's why we decided to start our own company. You know, it reminds me of uh, what's going on in the Bakken with the natural gas. We've got, you know, 90-some percent of flared natural gas happening, yet we've got, you know, individuals that have got science projects, essentially, 
that are able to capture that natural gas, but the energy industry doesn't have the resources or the money in order to support financially those those quote unquote science projects over at the drill rig. Is, is that kind of your biggest barrier right now is the unknown or the cost? Or I guess when it comes to your barrier of entry outside of the bureaucracy of the energy industry, what are you finding the biggest hurdles are? Well, I think the biggest barrier is I think the energy industry would uh, would grasp this technology in a heartbeat if you know if we had uh, a long production record showing what we had what we can do with the system. Here, it's uh, we have tested a full scale system. We we have validated that migrating phase boundary, but you got to take it to that next step where you prove the economics of it. And, and it's been my experience that. It's just hard, whether it's oil company, companies or, or other industries, to, to get them to, to, you know, take what they feel like is, is testing or development and, uh, and and realize that we're just out there. We're, when we go out there and do our uh, and, and build our full-scale tests, we're going to be doing more optimization. We know by modeling uh, that, the, that the system works. We built the, we built the large-scale system, as I said earlier, and, and uh, proven that we can launch that phase boundary. And so uh, we feel like we're ready to go. But it's, that's a hard jump, you know, up there for a lot of companies. And that was Peter Carl, inventor out of Grand Junction, Colorado. Thank you very much for joining the program today. We'd like to, well, thank you very much, as well as many others that have joined in the past. But today, I'd like to do a little bit of a rundown here. Thank you, Peter Carl, inventor and managing member of QMAS Grand Junction, Colorado. And Tiffany Steiner, who gave us an update on the API gumbo cook-off and the Bakken barbecue. And Piers Marini, professional piano player, Thank you very much for talking about your history and giving us some good advice on life. Okay, that's going to do it for today, folks. We'd like to thank you very much for joining us here. As I mentioned earlier in the program, we really do thank you very much for choosing us as part of your content. There's, there's a lot of competition out there for people's eyeballs and people's ears and people's time and screen time and that sort of thing. So thank you very much. The one thing, all of our interviews are exclusive. All of our interviews are exclusive, so it's not a reproduction of anything else or, as Stefan Marbury says, a reduplication. Thank you, Stefan Marbury. I love that word. But we do want to thank you, and that's one of the reasons why we feel very confident about our program is because we have original interviews. This information is fresh from us to you. Uh, I mean, we're talking about microwave fracking, for crying out loud. You're, you, you're not seeing that anywhere else. Most of the other mainstream programs, they only talk about eight different topics. It's like they got an eight-topic eight, eight topic dartboard, and they throw a dart at it, and that's what we talk about today. And anyway, so... Did I get on my soapbox a little bit there? Because I do that at times, but not anymore because we're running out of time. Did I hit 30 seconds? Okay, great. Well, that's going to do it today, folks. See, I can fill time when I need to fill time. That's going to do it today. I'd like to thank once again our guests for the taking the time out of their day, Piers Marini, Tiffany Steiner, and Peter Carl. Thank you very much for tuning in today, and we will see you tomorrow. And from the staff of the Multimedia Cafe, we're wishing you a delightful day and a happy Thursday. Was a good engineer, told the brakeman not to fear. Pour on the walk, shovel on the coal, stick your head out the window, see my drivers roll. Stick your head out the window, see my drivers roll. One more time, pull it on that railroad station. I hear it, I see Fargo coming up.
Jason Spies, the most trusted voice in the Bakken. I totally agree with you, and the word that you brought into this is fact. You tell the facts, and then you let people make up their own minds. You want someone who's competent. You don't want to get a bunch of rookies. Love listening to Jason Spies on the radio, and if I miss him there, I catch him online. Let's bring in Jason Spies, who is a multimedia journalist in North Dakota. Um, Jason, what's your thought on this? No one does an interview like Jason Spies. 